I think he probably does shit himself. Uh, he probably loaded his diaper up when he fell off that <laughs> bike. <laughs> this is so. Odd. Probably looked like a a frosty cup that just spilled over right to his underpants. Help! I've fallen and shit myself. Oh, no! <laughs> Damn it, Trump! This is your fault. Give me some ice cream and some kids to sniff. Yeah. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast with your host john burke and my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner josh who returns back to the studio it's monday thank you for being here this beautiful texas afternoon oh my god gorgeous gorgeous dude i'm i'm so happy falls here i love fall so much if fall was was a human being i'd probably be sucking his dick right now i love fall that much I don't like Texas heat. I don't. I just don't like it. Ooh, I, hate I it. just don't like it. Oh my God. Well, I hope you had a great weekend. A lot of stuff in the news to go over. So today's going to be a funny show. Today, I, we're going to make today a little bit lighter because there's just a lot of dumb shit to go over today that it's just kind of like, no, that, that figures. I, I could see them saying that. I could see them doing that. There's just a lot of that today. But anyway, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. It was a good weekend. What'd you do? Football? We, uh, yeah. My little girl had her soccer game Saturday, and uh, my son had his flag football game. So that's coming to an end next weekend. Already. Already. Wow. So it's been a tough season. It's been tough. <laughs> You've been getting your asses kicked, haven't you? It's been tough. It's been well, a tough I mean, one. It's younger kids, man. You know. They're, they're, uh, they're just having fun. You know, it's <clears throat> it's been a good experience. I, I enjoy going out there and helping coach. And You can you do know, it again just, next year? Um, if he wants to do it again, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the biggest challenge is, you know, try to keep these kids motivated yeah. after, you know, losing nearly every game. No, there's a lot to be said <clears throat> about keeping children active, keeping them involved in sports yeah. and things like that. That's a good way to be. I think like keeping your kids busy yeah, like that, I think translates as they get older, they're accustomed to that to where when they're eventually moving out, it's like they stay hopefully active. They stay you know, pursuing a lot of different things, a lot of because I feel like as adults we forget that we forget to keep doing yeah. that. Because when I started doing it again, I was like, I feel like a kid again. To where it's like, hey, I'm busy. I got shit going on. Yeah, you know? you know, growing <laughs> up, I, my dad lived in a different state, so he wasn't able to you know participate in a lot of the sporting events that I yeah. that I did. So being able to do that with my son, I think, is uh you know it's really special. You know, despite the record or whatever, I've had a really good time doing it. That's I good. think Blake has had a good time doing it as well. That's awesome. So, 
uh, and then you know Finley's just like a beast out on the soccer field. That's awesome. She's a uh, she she's doing really good. So. That's good. But it was good. It was That's good. good to hear. I freaking uh, what the hell? Did I... I spent most of it cleaning the house. Um, yesterday was a really busy yet fun day. We went to um, um, my God, woke up. We were going to go to the gym, um, but instead we went to the Dallas Fan Day thing. It was in Irving. It was like Comic-Con, a little mini Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend had never been to one before. She's like, oh, well, we're going to have some fun. And it's just a great environment. It's a good group of people, a bunch of fucking nerds. Everybody's nerding it out, amazing cosplays. It's just like it's a judgment-free zone. It's not like Planet Fitness where they're like douchebags about it. But out there, it's kind of like everyone embraces the fact that they're nerds, they're dorks, they're social outcasts, and they love it. And they come together and they have an amazing show. So I had the great idea. I was like, let's take the girlfriend. And while we do it, let's get high as fuck. Oh. So we popped half a halo. And uh, dude, that work? it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was, dude, it was just, it's so relaxing. Um, and, we, you know, we toured, we walked around, and we got a few things to support some of the local vendors. And it was just, it was a good time. And then from there... Um, we went and did some shopping, <laughs> went to Spirit Halloween, like tracking those motherfuckers down. Holy yep. shit. Because they jumped from lease to lease to lease. And so we finally track one down and it's over there in the fucking ghetto. So I was like, oh boy, here we go. Um, it's like the, the, the parking lot's covered in trash. And it's like, oh my God, like this Halloween place is where they could film. A like, legitimately, it's like, this is like, somebody's getting but No, it was a good time. We did that. And then we did some shopping and then she made, um, Baked potato soup oh. with paninis. And I'm like, this nice. girl's fucking awesome. She's going to get me fat. So I spent the morning in the gym today. Did you get a costume? I did. Uh, we have, we're, ho- we're having a costume party at the house. What kind of, uh, what kind of fairy are you going to be? Uh, you know, I thought about Tinkerbell with some assless chaps. I figured that would be fitting. Um, with like maybe a, a sign on the back of the costume that says Biden goes here with like a you know a, sh- a narrow down to the the ass because I keep getting fucked from this economy. That I think that's fitting. You know, I'm not gay, but I could definitely dress the part. And then you know Biden goes here, um, <laughs> just passing the time, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, no, we we're doing two Halloween things. We're doing a, uh, an actual Halloween party at my house for some close families and friends, and then we're heading out to a local vineyard. They have live music afterwards, and then uh, we're doing a. Uh, I did it last year to where it's kind of like an open house in like this mansion and they have haunted music and they have different drink stations and they have paid actors. And it's kind of like you go and you tour this thing and they make you special cocktails and it's a lot of fun. So we have a costume for that, have a costume for the other one. And, uh, and the other one, the one we're going to the vineyard, it's like they have a bonfire out there. You can write your own little bonfire. So it has to be costume has to be appropriate to where I don't go out there and, uh, you know, freeze my dick off. Yeah. So I think for one, I don't know what I'm going to be, quite honestly. I think one, I thought I was going to be like Phantom of the Opera. We'll see. I always love the Phantom character. And then another one, I'll do like the face paint of a skull and I don't know, maybe a big penis. Who knows? Who really knows? Yeah. So planning that and then um, doing more planning for Europe and then the trip to Dubai. So we're getting some of that stuff. Those details finalized. And then the house is coming up. It's coming up. Pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. That's like a 17-hour fucking flight to Dubai. Is it really? I think so. I'm not looking forward to that. Where That's going to suck. It's, it's a straight flight. It's just a straight flight? It's a straight flight. Maybe Damn. it's not 17 hours. Maybe it's less. Maybe it's 12. I have to go look again, but I know it's a long one. I'm like, fuck me, dude. Hmm. And I don't know if I want to get high on that one. Like, I, I just really? don't know how I would fare um, if I'd actually enjoy the high. A CBD legal over? It is. In Dubai, yes. Okay. Yeah, Delta. So you wouldn't have a problem, like? No, I'm not going to. I don't want to risk it. Yeah. But even still, like, taking a gummy for the flight there, I don't know. 
I would. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. For that long on a plane? Do you think that'd be fun? Yeah. Okay. I do. I'll have to try it. Movies. When I went to my doctor to get the checkup done, she's like, do you smoke? I'm like, nope. She's like, do you chew? She's like, nope. I've been chew-free for almost four months. And I was like, but I do imbibe on quite a lot of THC. She goes, oh, that's fine. I'm like, oh, oh good. good to hear. Good to hear. So that's great. But uh, anyway, what's up, Rumble? What's up, guys and girls? Children of all ages. Hopefully your kids aren't listening to this. And if they do, you're a horrible parent. You should never let them listen to this kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Rumble's growing, man. We appreciate the Rumble Savages. You guys are fucking great. It's amazing. Thanks for being over here. Uh, as you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We just released the Halo Gummies. Now, no, these are not, or I'm sorry, Ultra Halo Gummies. Our normal Halo Gummies are still there. They're 25 milligrams of Delta 8. The Ultra are 50 milligrams. So if you're really looking to get like Pluto high, we got you covered. Oh yeah. If you're looking to get like high as the moon, we got you covered. If you want to go into deep space, we got the dark matter. You're gonna hit a fucking <laughs> you're gonna hit a black hole on that one. And that got all the never mind, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm not going there. There's a gay right. joke in there somewhere. I don't wanna go over the top. So anyway. Dude, I was reading this article on Facebook, which is rare. Um there is this Christian YouTuber that apparently posted his wife's birthday, like happy 18th birthday. And this guy's like 24 and people are tracking it down. So apparently this guy was dating her when she was 14 and he was 19. I think she's German. And in Germany, the age of consent is 14 or something mm -hmm. along those lines. But anyway, which is, it's just weird to me. But the point that I really wanted to stick is in the comments, bro. It's like, I am a social media prophet. I can already tell you. I was like, as soon as we get in these comments, they're going to blame Christianity. Yeah. And sure as shit, all the comments, this is why Christians get a bad name. Is like, yeah, if you want to judge the entirety by the actions of a few and you're fucking retarded, absolutely. But I even yeah. said in there, I was like, I find it very interesting how all these people in these comments, especially black commenters, you're condemning all of Christianity, but you won't say a fucking thing about the entirety of black people in the black community with violence. You won't say it. Or Islam. Won't say a word. No. Not a peep. It's okay to go after white Christians. Perfectly fine. Not a peep on the other stuff. And instantly, like, bro, it's just a meme page. It's like, it's literally an article that was posted about this guy. It's not a meme. It might be a meme page, but when you post something like this, expect to get people commenting and weighing in. Yeah. And, of course, you got these retards trying to go back and forth with me. Well, Christianity's persecuted people out throughout the ages. Like, uh, how about you try Islam now there, buddy? <laughs> come on, come on, buttercup. Why, why don't you take a shot at the other side now? Yeah, what they won't civilization do hasn't persecuted exactly. people? Exactly. So it's like, shut the fuck up. And in modern contemporary times, yeah. it ain't the Christian. It ain't. It's the Muslims. Nah. It's the Muslims. But no, we can't say anything about that. Because if we do, you're homophobic, you're Islamophobic, you're transphobic, you're xenophobic, you're phobic of ever. And the thing is, we're not afraid of any of these people. I had no problem killing Muslims in the Middle East. I wasn't afraid of them in that aspect. Muslim <laughs> extremists. I should say Muslim extremists. Let me go that far. There's no fear. I mean, the fear I had overseas was if I missed. I was like, fuck, I'm never going to live this down. My boys are going to talk so much shit about me. It's like, I got to fucking make sure I ping that motherfucker in the head the first shot. Oh, that's what kind of show it's going to be. Oh. <laughs> John Burke uncensored, baby. John and Josh uncensored in the morning. Oh, stick that in your mortar tube and launch it, bitches. <laughs> uh, YouTube, that's going to get me banned. I know it's going to get me banned on YouTube. YouTube, Alamo, it's Rumble. Come over to Rumble. They are growing. Apparently, how many in the Rumble chat got notifications today? Um, 
I did a test stream yesterday. I started the John Burke Gaming channel on Rumble. So I've got the John Burke podcast, John Ross, and John Burke Gaming. Um, because I, what I want to do is posture myself for when Rumble eventually pushes into the gaming world. We've already got it set. We're, mm-hmm. we're established. So basically, we're, we're saying fuck Twitch, going to Rumble, um, and just getting ourselves set up there. So you can you, you find me on the uh, the search bar. Make sure you, you click channel and not videos, although it will take you there. But if you go to channel, you can look up John Ross with the Raw John Ross videos, which we got to film another one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to work on the next Valor, Valor podcast. I keep fucking neglecting this. Maybe I'll do that today because we're going to do half a day in the office. Um, and I know I'm a little the place but folks i want to make this announcement we're going to post to all social medias um if you're purchasing from shell shock uh, keep in mind this week and maybe part of next week orders are not might not be going out same day they might be a little bit later like by 24 hours we're getting the roof hard um the facility that we rent uh, a bunch of fucking slumlords honestly i hate these motherfuckers uh and they're tarring the roof during the week now and they're installing insulation. The chemicals that our employees are breathing in, we're not going to have it. We're sending them home. A lot of them are going to be doing work from home. Um, but what I say that is our shipping department, we're also cutting them loose early. Come in, fulfill all the orders the previous day, and then go home. Uh, so we, I'm not going to apologize for it. This is just I don't want my fucking peeps exposed to this bullshit. It's it's just ridiculous. Our company is kind of like I, I talked to the people today this morning. I'm proud of myself. I went out there with a good attitude. I was like, I'm not going out there because these guys are the middlemen. They, yeah. They're hired by Maverick. Those pieces of shit. We should tar their fucking cars is what we should do, the cocksuckers. But I was like, hey, guys, like, just uh, what's your time frame on this? Like, We should be to your part of the building uh, by the end of the week. I'm like, fuck me. And they said, but worst case, we should be done by Monday or Tuesday of next week. And it's like, I know it's not your fault, but I got employees. And it's like, no, we know, man. We know the other buildings, they sent their people home. I was like... I didn't realize people still use tar. Yeah. Like I wish we used a lot more tar on our political people. That'd be great. And feathers. Like a Zandy Dufresne up there. Turn into fucking little walking chickens. Walking chickens. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Smelt like tar in the black the black holes of the tar pits on top of the roof of the shell shock HQ. <laughs> Titty sprinkles. <laughs> I don't know if I can know. Oh my gosh. But anyway. <laughs> Appreciate everybody being here today. Well, as you know, there's a lot of shit in the news. So what say we take a crack at it? Let's get down. Let's get down. Okay, so this breaking, I shouldn't say breaking. I think this came out yesterday. Um, Kanye West attacks Jewish media and Jewish control of the black voice and latest anti-Semitic rant. Oh, there's a lot to do. You and I had a great conversation about this. And this is why I love this. Like, we should just rename the podcast John Burke Uncensored because now we're going to talk about issues that normally would get people banned. So far in Rumble, they've been good to us. No banning, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Uh, and through you guys sharing this on social media, thank you. The Rumble community is growing. We're getting a lot of great people coming in. We got 403 people watching us right now just on Rumble alone. Thank you for that. Thank you for helping us grow. Um, here's the link, YouTube. We still got the YouTube channel up, the John or the All-American Savage. It has like almost 10,000 followers. They're going to ban it eventually. Come on over. Yeah. Um, and the Rumble app is getting better. But Kanye went on yet another anti-Semitic rant this week and as he targeted what he called Jewish media while blaming Jews for a host of other ills in his life. In his recent interview on Revolt TV's Drinks Champs podcast, hosted by rapper Noriega, a.k.a. And I, I can't even say these stupid names anyway. Why can't you just call yourself by your fucking name? Hey, I'm Lil Drip. Like, that should be, you should get that looked at. That's not normal. You, you should probably take some pills or really like, hey, I'm Lil Bow Wow, or I'm Lil, I'm Lil Snot Nose, or hey, I'm Biggie Smalls Drip. Oh, shut Okay, whatever, man. It's, I'm just, I'm over it. 
Like, this is the day that we live in. Like, that's the cool thing is the, like, I'm a little bow wow. It's like, so you're a puppy? Like, what? What? Uh, I don't, I don't what, what the fuck is that? Okay, cool. Um, and his recent interview, blah, 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 he ranted about the Jewish media has silenced him from speaking out. Now, you and I had a great conversation over this. Yeah. When people, it's, it's, it's proven, this is very well known, that Jewish people will take care of other Jewish people. Mm-hmm. This is a very well known thing. Jewish people look out for fellow Jewish people. Is that right or is that wrong? Well, let's let's delve into this. If black people or white people hire somebody or share whatever and take care of other white people based upon their skin color, their religion, as we know, you know, Jewish people by and large come from Israel. They have the Jewish religion. They have the race. They have all that stuff, which makes them very intertwined, very interlocked, mm-hmm. very close knit. They've underwent a lot of persecution throughout time, which has forced them to be a community. I'm not defending and I'm not criticizing. I'm just stating what we know. Then if white people did that or black people did that and they favored their own kind, is that or is that not a form of like nepotism? Uh, I, I don't think you should be able to, I don't think you should be punished for your views on this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were we saying earlier? Just mm-hmm. that if you call out the Jewish community, all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. like, uh, 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 no, you can't, can't do that. that. It's anti-Semitic, you know, yeah. yeah, it's anti-Semitic. Yeah. You can't say that. You can't there's, say there's, you're going to go DEFCON 3 yeah. on Jewish people. Then the next thing you know, Chris, what's her face? No, uh, Jesus. I didn't even know this was a thing until you tell me about it. Because Kanye said in the interview one that he's about to go DEFCON 3 on Jews. He just meant, and everybody the, knows that he's, he's being figurative. He's not being literal. Right. Like, motherfuckers like. Does that mean exposing name? him? Yeah. Uh, what was. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. You said she yeah. did what now? It's like she went into like a full panic mode. Like, oh my God. I can't believe he just said he's going to go DEFCON 3. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. Like, well, it's you like, don't you know, know what, what DEFCON freaking out? <laughs> he said he's going to go de- That's right, yeah. Jamie. He's going to drop a nuke Look, on the Jews, you dumb bitch. worry about working on the 19th Michael Myers movie. <laughs> they all failed. They I all know. Sucked. They're terrible. You just and can't dude, figure anything else out. It's funny you brought her up. I just saw a picture posted by one of the military meme pages, and it was of her and her daughters at the red carpet of one premiere, and her daughter on the left, is that a, I think it's a dude. It, it was like, that ain't a girl. And if it's a girl, sh- what the fuck? Yeah. I think it's a trans. And it's just like, you, you take one look at this, it's just like, what the fuck is that? That is the most hideous looking daughter I've ever seen in my entire life. That looks like a dude. Well, I mean, well, going back to Kanye stuff, I, I think you could, like he said it himself in his interview. Mm-hmm. It's just... Well, what you know, were you saying he said about that there are no uh, Jewish people or there's no black yeah, agents representing Jewish you know, Jewish people like support that. other Jewish people. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and I guess in the entertainment industry, it's largely uh, Jewish people who, you know, are agents, lawyers, mm-hmm. run the entire mm-hmm. cabal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you have you're reliant on the on those people to for your career. So mm-hmm. you, they don't like something you say, then they go to somebody else and say, mm-hmm. OK, Cancel him. Cancel him. <clears throat> yeah. You know, he's going to come say this about us. We mm-hmm. need you to do this. Yeah. So it's like uh, you're fighting multiple yeah. fronts. It's a very good insight into how actual businesses operate in the sense of like, do they have the right to do that? Well, they own the business. Of course they of do. Of course. Like, but is that like racial? You have the based? right to do anything. Yeah. I mean, like something like you this, can question though. the morality of it. Is yeah. it but it's not it's, illegal. It's not going to end well, though, because what we're going to start seeing is like these subcultures. Uh, utilizing cancel culture. So it's like you can't speak about leftists, otherwise they'll cancel you over there. And then you're forced to go to the right. You can't speak about Jews. It'll drop you from all this shit. But the fact that Kanye got dropped by Instagram, Chase, and these other banks only goes to prove that happened. Now, is that happened as a result of what he said or who he said it about? I think it's who he said it about. Yeah. So if Jews control a lot of it and they drop you, it's like, well, you can't insult Jews. 
You yeah. can insult anybody. I mean, you should be allowed to insult fucking everybody. But the same token, there are consequences to the things that you say, which I think by them and large dropping him um, kind of only proves and furthers his point. Uh, I mean, it I does. I think so. I mean, it's... I mean, it does. I don't know. No, no, no. But... It's not for... Like, he... It's not like he's going to go get a bus and start rounding up Jewish people yeah. and, and putting them in internment camps. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, yeah, okay, this is just too far. Yeah. This is too much. But if he's going to come out and say, you know, I'm going to expose the Jewish community, and if that's his view of things, yeah. then that should be his right. Yeah, 100%. People have done it with the, the Scientology church, yeah. right? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Those They do it with Christianity <laughs> all the time, right? Oh, absolutely, they do. Yeah. I mean, they do it with white people all the mm-hmm. time, right? Just because like some white, some bad people are happen to be white, that yeah. did some things to another race, doesn't mm-hmm. mean all white people are like that. Yeah, so, true. I mean, it's 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 one of those slippery slopes. But the reason I wanted to bring this up though is that by and large, from what he said, he he's underwent a lot of blowback. Now I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't think Kanye is a very smart man when it comes to things like this. He's great at music. There's no doubt about that. You know, 60 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. The same applies with Kanye. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, a lot of the stuff he says, it's like, dude, you should just really think about the way you say it because you could get, you could get a lot more support if you didn't come out over the top because you sound fucking crazy. But right now, and I'm no fan of Kanye. I said this when Kanye first hit the scene with Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk, and they jumped on him. It's like, oh, we got a black influencer. We got a bad black mainstream celebrity. Let's bring him over. Yeah. Uh, well, interesting enough, when they canceled Kanye, now Kanye's in talks of buying the Parlor app. Mm-hmm. You remember Parlor? Parlor came out, and they posed a threat for a little while until basically Apple and all the rest of them said, unless you police your app were dropping you from the the app store and they did and then parlor tanked like everybody was pushing to parlor i pushed to parlor i think we got like thirty thousand followers over Mm -hmm. there and they deleted the app and now you have to go web-based people don't do that Mm -hmm. people want an app that's what it is now you've got to be competitive you've got to have an app when it comes to social media so now kanye is talking about buying parlor now look there's something rotten in the state of Denmark. I'm just going to say it because guess who the CEO of Parlor is? Let's look at this. Kanye West agrees to buy Parlor, company says. Who owns Parlor? CEO George Farmer, who is the husband of Candace Owens. Mm. Now, here's what I think Candace knows what she's doing, her husband knows what they're doing. Unless they've got a way to get this thing in the app store, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I think this is a foolish attempt. Now, here's the thing, though. I do like the fact that Kanye wants to establish something that counters leftist media. Mm-hmm. I would not do it with Parler. Parler's already had its run. It's it, they, they, can't, they can't get it on the app store. I mean, am I wrong on that? Is it back on the app store? I don't Last know. I checked, it wasn't. Now. And then apparently Elon's pushing forward with purchasing Twitter. So we'll see on that one. But Is it, um, do you find it strange that now that the purchase, it looks like it's probably going to go through that the FBI has opened up an investigation into Elon Musk oh, yeah, about they, the yeah. purchasing mm-hmm. of Twitter? Mm-hmm. Huh. Weird. Isn't that strange? Weird. Yeah. How about, Stay what the are the odds that yeah. he buys it and then they shut it down? Like they kick it off of every platform. I don't think they would. That or you don't here, think so? Here's the thing: they kicked the president of the yeah, United States yeah. off of the internet. But that was the Twitter CEO. Twitter made that call. That's different versus the Fed shutting down your but, business. But they also cut, they kicked off Parler from what Google and from that, Apple. That was Apple that did that though. That wasn't the Feds. 
that was Apple. These are these are businesses still, themselves doing. Did they get pressure from the FBI? I don't know. The same FBI that told Mark Zuckerberg to suppress the yeah, Hunter Biden true. stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. I mean, this government has its fingers. Oh, in absolutely. Every and that's why. And that's why it should not be protected. That's right. why it should not be looked at as a private company because it's not. When you're protected by the government, the government uses you as a mouthpiece. You're not a private company. You're just essentially a mouthpiece by proxy of the government. But I do want to make the point of that if any of these social media big tech companies want to really be competitive in the social media realm, you're going to have to create something that counters Apple. Yeah, it looks like it's on Parler. All right, it's on the... Uh, Is it back on the App Store? Yeah. No shit. When did this happen? I don't know. I did not know that. Hmm. Hey. I was not aware of that. Well, maybe well, it does. If it, <laughs> it, well, if that's the case, it does stand a fighting chance then. Interesting yeah. enough. We'll see. But I thought that was very interesting how Kanye wants to buy that. He makes this move to go against the Jewish people. And I think Candace Owens' husband is Jewish. Uh -huh. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Interesting to say. But no, is, I think uh, you're right. You can't say anything about Jewish people. You can't. So, all of a sudden, no. you're anti-Semitic. Exactly. And you can be critical of certain things right. that you see. Because I feel like as we start to progress even further into this insane world that we live in, finally people are starting to acknowledge the fact that stereotypes do exist for a reason. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, we can't generalize everybody, but generally speaking, there's a lot of truth and a lot of merit to what we're saying as far yeah. as where... Because here's the thing. Where do stereotypes come from? Granted, a lot of them are race-based and, and rooted in racism. Grains of truth. But Exactly. But the same token, there's a lot of truth to what a lot of these stereotypes say. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. And people don't like that because it makes them feel like they don't have power over themselves. When in fact you do, mm -hmm. you can break the stereotypes. You can break the molds. You can break all this stuff. But they exist from a kernel of truth. And they talk about how veterans seem very disgruntled, shit like that. And then you had like the dysfunctional veterans uh, that launched uh, five, six years ago. They called themselves DVs. And everybody was on board with this. And I'm sitting there. I mean, when that first hit, I was kind of like, I was kind of cool with them until I like took a step back. I was like, wait a minute. So you guys are create or helping perpetuate a very negative stereotype about veterans because they would wear shit like medicated for your safety. And it's like, no wonder they don't fucking trust veterans. People don't want to hire veterans. Like People think it's a joke. But when civilians see that, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, they look at us like ticking time bombs. Huh. Granted, I probably didn't do much to help that fucking stereotype with all the rants and stuff I did. But people love me for it. Hey, it is what it is. Got to be you. I gotta be me. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Parlor had to increase censorship. Yeah, I had a feeling. If Parlor's back on the App Store, then they increase censorship. Which I've said, there's no such thing as free speech on social media. It doesn't exist. And anybody that says that there's free speech, no, I would just say it's less regulated which is, I think, 10 times more accurate. Because, look, you have to have terms of services. I don't want child pornography on there. Right. I don't want that weird shit. So there does have to be a terms of services. And that's why these idiots come out. There's like, well, they still censor. It's like, wait, what did you say? Well, I called this dude an N-word. It's like, well, yeah, what did the fuck you think they were going to allow that? And then nobody would want to use that platform. It's like, but you can have a moderate terms of services that isn't overboard. But unfortunately, what we've seen on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's very overboard. It's mm -hmm. just, it's ridiculous at this point. So I got banned, or I got a, a post taken down from Dating Libs. If you haven't checked out this page, it's on Instagram and Facebook. It's, <laughs> I love funny. it. It's pretty funny. Um, they took down a post for nudity the other day because I posted a picture of a dude in lingerie and you couldn't see anything. And they took it down for nudity. I'm like, bro. What I should have done is repost and be like, Instagram hates trans people. I know. I should have made a big fucking, then the, you know. A big stink, a big about, stink it. about that. 
You're just but, making uh, fun of his penis. Just stop just making fun of stop us. Stop making fun of her penis. <laughs> <laughs> nice tits, bro. Obama, listen to this. This is fucking, hey, he's on it. Obama scolds Democrats for being buzzkills obsessed with Trump. Obama did the same thing. You you had Trump's dick so far down your throat. All you could do was gargle his balls anytime you opened your mouth. It's ridiculous. Former President Barack Obama, and here's the thing, though. He's right. He is right. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Stop talking about Trump because it's, if you don't, it's he's, he's so far deep in your heads and up your ass that anytime you sneeze, he's going to be having shoelaces come out of your mouth. Total democratic control works. It's just Biden can't make it work. There you go. Former President Barack Obama appeared on something called Pod Save America. It's one of the biggest podcasts there is. Uh, and scolded Democrats for being buzzkills. Speaking on the midterms Friday, the uh, former president who spied on Donald Trump's campaign said Democrats are obsessed over the wrong things. And he's right on this. He's right. I hate I hate it when I got to admit that, but it's like, fuck, I wish you would have stayed wrong because that way they can keep going down the wrong area. But, if, but I don't think Democrats are going to change course. I don't. They're going to keep being obsessed with Trump. Um, after using himself as an example of a politician who, who could seem out of touch when becoming a professor, professorial, the former president who spied on Donald Trump's campaign said that the voters wonder, how is politics even relevant to things I care most deeply about? My kids, my family, work that gives me satisfaction, having fun, hell, not being a buzzkill. He added this about the left's fascist cancel culture. And sometimes Democrat. Okay, so this is by Breitbart. This is, the, uh, this is written by them. I don't think he said this about the left's fascist cancel culture. He just said, uh, and sometimes Democrats are a buzzkill. Sometimes people just want to not feel as if they are walking on eggshells. And they want to acknowledge that life is messy and that all of us, at any given moment, can say things the wrong way and make mistakes. Bro, this is from the same guy who talked about, if I had a son, he'd be like, Trayvon. What, a little fucking gangster? Little shithead? Mm-hmm. Selling weed to fucking other like high schoolers, middle schoolers. Are you serious, bro? Okay. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's right. Well, let me be clear. The former president who spied on Donald Trump's campaign. I love how they keep using that as a preface to talking about him. Uh, also said Democrats need to stop focusing on things that don't matter. Democrats spend enormous amounts of time and energy and resources pointing out the latest crazy thing Trump said or how rude or mean some of these Republicans candidates behaved. That's probably not something that it's in the mind of most voters. Okay, he's right on this. He's right on a lot of this. Why do you think he's doing it? Because he knows if he, if he wants Democrats to really fucking change course, now's the time. Come midterms, coming up. I don't know. I, I think, I think it's because, because Democrats can't run on any sort of policy no not right now all right joe biden's saying if republicans get elected we're gonna have inflation high gas prices <laughs> i know and everybody's <laughs> looking like, at uh, their receipts of high gas prices and grocery bills and high inflation you know it's like, just kind of uh, like what okay well i'm glad you said that because listen to this um this article i just saw joe biden says economy is strong as hell during trip for ice cream you, you, you can't you can't fucking make this up you can't make this up oh okay and i know this is like so small but i love bucky's if you don't know what bucky's is uh they're expanding outside of texas bucky's is like a cracker barrel with 100 gas pumps and it's clean as fuck you want to talk in the business world what they are known for is having very clean bathrooms so and they're always posted off of like interstates big interstate out there big interstate names out there i-75 north they're right up there where i'm at um, and they're huge. They don't allow truckers because not truckers per se, but big trucks because they get in the way and stuff. They're smart about how they, and they are blowing the fuck up. And if you go into a Bucky's, everything is from Bucky's. Mm-hmm. They're a retailer on some stuff, but the majority of which is made by Bucky's. They're fucking brilliant on this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
The reason I say that is Bucky's is also known for their barbecue sandwiches. You go in there, there's always a main station in the center of the store where they're doing fresh made barbecue, fresh brisket, turkey, you name it. By and large, for the last two or three years, I've been a patron of Bucky's, and I'm still gonna be. I like I like what they have going on there. But a barbecue sandwich was like five bucks, reasonable. Bought one over the weekend. I took the new bike out for a ride, nine bucks. And I look at the store guy. I was like, bro, nine bucks. He goes, I know it's inflation. He's like, bro, they had to go up. We're paying more for beef now. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. I called it, folks. I'm telling you, it's gonna get bad. Get your shit now. I got a hunting trip scheduled for next month. It's like, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, nine bucks for a barbecue sandwich. That's how now, granted, I'm in. This guy is. We we're, we're doing well financially, you and I, but the common American that's living paycheck to paycheck, they can't afford that. Mm-hmm. A nine dollar fucking sandwich? Are you high? It's insane to me. I don't know. Nine dollars for a barbecue sandwich? Should you buy it? Yeah, because I can't blame them. It's it's not their fault. Yeah, I mean, maybe they could, they probably could bring that margin down some, but at the same token, the fact they went that high, it means there's a good reason. Like, folks, you got to think about it. Oh, Bucky's is all fucked. I'm not defending Bucky's. I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but it just makes sense in a sense of like, bro, if they, if the price of beef went up, if all that stuff got baked into the costs, Mm -hmm. they got to go up in their prices as well. Yeah. And to stay in business, that's because... By and large, people are going to be like, I can't afford that. They're not going to buy it. So what's Bucky's going to be forced to do? Either you stop selling it yeah. or you got to bring that price down and make a little less money. And ultimately, it's not good. But this is what inflation does. Yeah, I'm curious to see how long that'll last. It's a very good question. I don't know. It's it's uh, You know, I'm interested in this from a very Because not everybody can afford no. a $9 sandwich. Fuck no. Like, mm. The only reason I bought it, I'm not buying anymore by it, but the only reason I bought it, I was there, I was hungry. I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and buy it. I was like, but, and I felt like my dad. I was like, $9 for a sandwich? What, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God, these prices are insane. But I'm just like, yeah, 9 bucks for a sandwich? Jeez, dude, do you, re- you must really love this barbecue because you ain't getting rid of it. Uh, That's crazy. Is my mic crackling? Where's my headset? I hear crackling. I do too. Hopefully it's not in the recording. Mm. Well, anyway, it's just, it's crazy to me what's going on with this. But it's just, it's one small example of how inflation is hitting us. But President Joe Biden boasted the economy under his presidency was strong as hell during a Saturday campaign trip to Portland, Oregon. He says, our economy is strong as hell, the internals of it. Biden said to reporters during a Baskin Robbins ice cream stop in Portland. Portland, of all places. The president signaled his optimism about the economy as he ate his ice cream cone despite punishing inflation, higher gas prices, and a recession. Biden acknowledged there was inflation but falsely claimed that it was worse everywhere else in the world. Um, President Biden is by okay. Just a douche. This guy's just a fucking douche. Inflation is worldwide, he said. It's worse off everywhere else than it is in the United States. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's not even it's a not comparable even statement. <laughs> it, crime is terrible all over the world. Hey, man, it's bad in Russia, okay. too. What? What the fuck are you talking about? They're selling what does that oil. Have to, what does that have to do with things here in America? Because he thinks the common American is stupid yeah. enough to believe this, and by and large, the average liberal is stupid enough to believe this. Well, it's just like comparing apples to oranges. It's yeah. like it's... 
Yeah. Uh, the economy's bad all over the world. Exactly. Oh, well, okay. you know what? Hey, being it's bad in Greece, that makes me feel so much better so I can go home and tell yeah. my kids, hey, I can't put you in soccer this year because I can't afford it, but hey, you could be over in Greece. It's a lot worse. You think that five-year-old's going to give a fuck? I Hell know. no. You know what we could do, you douchebag, is maybe start drilling, drilling here in yeah. uh, our own country. Bro, nah. it's going to take a Republican to come in there and say, okay, we're opening up the economy again by drilling, getting the oil going, getting it moving. And I hate to say this, folks, this ain't going to change in the next two years. And even once a Republican gets in office, if a Republican gets in office, it's going to take a while. I don't know, man. You have I to think rebuild Trump that freedom. Trump is the event. type of person, if he got in if there, that Trump gets he in could, there. Yeah. he could turn around fairly quickly. Because was, as soon as he got into office, gas prices dropped, mm-hmm. right? Because well, the consumer confidence, right? investor confidence. Yep. You've got a pro-drilling president. Yep. Drill, baby, drill. When you get a Democrat, this is what happens. But I have never seen it this bad. I have never seen it this bad. Gas prices are going to go back up. Oh, I think so, too. Because we were talking about that earlier as well. Mm-hmm. Like the... Uh, I think it's going to happen. The Saudis. Yep. Not only did they... We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that because, bro, the world has turned on Biden. Biden is out. So they're weak. N- they're he's, not doing business with this guy. so weak and dumb. You look... You know, if you look at the most people, they look at the DNC right now. The DNC is in shambles. You've got... They are trying to salvage what this Biden administration has done. Primarily by leaning on the January 6th committee. That's That's what they're leaning so heavily on right now because it's all over the news now because apparently Steve Bannon, who I'm sorry, that dude should be in jail. The shit that he pulled as far as that that wall that he got caught doing and then didn't Trump pardon him? Did he? I think so. Steve Bannon got in trouble um, for when they were doing that whole investor thing and building the wall. He got busted for freaking embezzling funds or some shit like that. And so what did they do? I think Trump pardoned him. It's like, no, man, why the fuck would you ever? Why is this guy even in the media anymore? Yeah, he's always seemed a little, a little shady. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you want a little, someone a little sleazy on your team that'll do no. that? No, you don't. No, not, uh, not you know, in the You're right. Not in at least. Let me see. Steve Bannon pardoned by Trump. I think that's what happened. Because it seems like Trump always has some sleazy yeah. people around him a little Trump bit. Trump did pardon Steve Bannon. Yeah. Like so Michael, uh, his that attorney, Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy seems like a, a sleaze ball. Yeah. I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't trust the likes of Steve Bannon. When you sit Even, there and you uh, take people's money. Who's the other guy that's in prison now? Uh, that was his, that ran his campaign for a little while. I can't remember. Oh, the lawyer. Was. No, no. The, he got busted on something that happened like 12 years ago or 15 years ago. I put forgot. Him in jail I don't know. For a long time. I don't know. The chat probably knows. Mm. But, um, but yeah, he's always had some, uh, some. Shady people around him. Oh, 100%. Like Steve Bannon. Well, apparently the January 6th committee subpoenaed him. He refused to go. Now the DOJ, I think, is suggesting that he pays upwards of $200,000 and gets six months in jail for refusing to appear. It's like, like these people you. are out of their yeah. minds. Yeah. Well, they're going after Trump now. And but the thing I love about the the right though, the right meme pages, they're just kind of like, oh, here we go. As like you guys think you yeah. got him. It's like he's about to make you look stupid as fuck. Paul Manafort. That's who it was. Okay. Can you imagine Liz Cheney trying to grill Donald Trump? And he, oh my God, he's gonna let her have it. So it's like you know, but I don't think Trump's gonna appear. He's got the money. He's like, all right, fucking no. no. Of course he's not gonna go. He's not gonna go. I wouldn't either. Me? I wouldn't either. Yeah, right. But it's just funny to see this to where it's kind of like, man, the DNC is scrambling to try and salvage any any good talking point they can use for midterms that are here. They're almost here, folks. I'm telling you, stay motivated, stay vigilant. You're going to have to get out there and vote. You are going to have to get out there and vote in large numbers because if you think the left isn't, you are sadly mistaken. You are sadly mistaken.
Get out there and vote. And I understand. I get it. Republicans are no better. But right now, we got to choose the lesser of two evils. Oh, yeah. It, that's that's, that's sure. what it comes down you to. Like, I would love to be able to vote independent. I would love to have a candidate that's like, if Tulsi Gabbard, that is pro-two-way. And I'm, less socialist. And hopefully she becomes, I don't know. I'm a Rand Paul guy. Dude, if Rand, Rand Paul knows the game, though, they, there's a reason he runs as a Republican. He knows. Yeah. He's not going to. Oh, my God. If Rand Paul and Tulsi ran on a ticket, fuck. But Tulsi has to definitely start coming out more as libertarian. But she's going the route of hardcore. I shouldn't say like, hardcore, but she's going These Medicaid things light. and all that shit, like, mm -hmm. that's terrible. Yeah. Like, all that shit that they're doing. You see yeah. these ads that Beto O'Rourke, like, Texas is a most insurance it's all over my fucking TV. Beto is everywhere. This guy is scrambling. He's, like, Soros is funding his shit. Yeah, he's got... He's got ads out the ass. Unlimited bank account yeah. with these douchebags. Yeah. Like, who's... Do you think, do you think Beto's going to pull it off here in Texas? No. No, I'm, I'm being realistic. I'm not saying no. it's because I hate him. There's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of blue in Dallas, a lot of blue in Houston, San Antonio. Well, yeah, the bigger cities are yeah. typically mm -hmm. blue cities, which, which is, you know, brings up another point that they, who's that douchebag, John Cooper on Twitter, <clears throat> who was like an Obama guy talking mm -hmm. about the crime statistics in red states. Oh, but what he doesn't mention is the crime in the red states are Come from blue cities. districts mm -hmm. that are run by Democrats. Yep. They do these word games. It's so yeah. intellectually dishonest. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, because they know the average American is not going to think of it to that level. They're just going to take it as a headline. Not read the their clickbait. people anyway. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Not the people voting for these. Anybody that thinks that John Cooper or Barack Obama or Joe Biden or yeah. Nancy Pelosi, like any of these people have their best interests at Oh, my heart, God, I know. Or you're out of your mind. Even it's ridiculous. Most of the Republicans. Yeah. I mean, because you can look at Mitt Romney's and Liz oh, Cheney's God. and... The Collins and all those idiots that I, have been. I still don't know how the fuck does Romney. Well, I know Romney because he had Trump's endorsement, but McConnell, the rest of these people, how do they keep getting reelected? It's got to be the boomers. It's got to be the boomers in their districts. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, they that, dork. Or they're getting they're getting more money. They're getting payrolled like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, that's I, that has to be the only reason. Yeah. that this douchebag keeps running for office, mayor, senate, yeah. governor, president. Like Beto O'Rourke is talentless. Oh, he is. He one hundred percent is. He's he he. You know, even I saw. I think it was it had to be Abbott's campaign running it, but they were running an anti-Beto. Uh, ad, and they did it the right way. They mm -hmm. literally took sound clips from the presidential run yeah. he did. It's like, hey, we're not, we're, hell yeah, we're coming for your AK-4. Then yeah. they got him when he announced his gubernatorial run in Texas. Like, I'm not interested in, you know, taking away your guns. I'm a pro Second Amendment. Then they got him again saying like, yeah, we're going to be doing this. It's like, dude, you change your mind so much. Even Democrats are like, you're full of shit, man. You're a populist. If this guy a ever gets into power. He, he is going to be the I'll biggest you, pushover. I, yeah, wouldn't be so I wouldn't be surprised if he... He's going to be a Soros fucking mouthpiece. <laughs> he's always going to be. Like he's the biggest like womanizer and oh my God, yeah. scumbag. Well, he's already the, running people over when he's drunk. So yeah. It's funny how that works. <laughs> if Beto takes Texas, we're in bad shape. But Congress yeah, here in Texas right. is also going to fight him. They're going to fight him. I don't believe that one single bit that he has an, even a little bit of a chance to win. I would definitely not... Um, I go golfing in uh, this little neighborhood over here, not, not far from the office over in Richardson. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just like medium income homes. Mm -hmm. And I see Abbott uh, signs out in front of a lot of yards. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a pretty good measuring stick. I saw uh, there's a few signs in my neighborhood that are pro Abbott as well, but yeah. they're more anti Beto than anything. And my yeah. neighbors are liberals. So I definitely want to put up a sign and be like, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money. 
I really want to do that. I'd want to do it too. Every time I see that bumper sticker on someone's car, Beto, I'm like, you so you supported idiot. a loser. Like this guy's a fucking idiot. Now here's I'm the like, thing: it's like, how dumb are you? If they supported a candidate that was actually had some common sense, like okay, this is I see where you're coming from, but this is Beto. Yeah, he ran as a Hispanic and he's fucking Irish. Your first name is Francis, and Democrats said nothing. There's a reason he went with Beto and not Francis. I know. What are you talking about? Because we're in cultural Texas. appropriation. Yep. There's a reason he went with Beto. Beto. It's Beto. All right. His name is fucking Francis. I got to make a meme about that one later. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, going back to it, Obama is right with condemning Democrats on focusing on the wrong things. And then Biden to say that our economy is strong as hell. Like, okay, so here's the deal. We're on an uptick. There is no denying that. But we're not even remotely close to where we were pro or prior to the fucking COVID pandemic. Actually, we're not even where we were remotely close to being pro Biden taking over, like like post Biden taking over. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can blame the pandemic under Trump. Biden has no one to blame because if you look at the, again the labor workforce uh, published by the fucking the, the the dot gov, you look at it and it's like under under Trump is like it it dropped, but under Biden, fuck, it plummeted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, you can't blame COVID fully. But when they say, hey, we're strong as hell, it's like, yeah, but we're not where we were before when Trump was in office, even during COVID. Strong as hell. Fucking full of shit, bro. Full of shit. Look at my muscle. Let me sniff that kid. (laughs) She looks like she smells good. It's insane. You see that picture or that video of him sniffing that girl? Well, again? Oh, God. Is it recent? It's so cringe. Shut up. It happened again? Yeah, just recently, like last week. Stop. Where he's like doing this photo op and he's got his hands on his gun like their shoulders and then he leans what in, like dude? sniffs her and then it, he's like, you can't get married until you're like 30. Oh, yes. Yeah, you saw that? Yes, I do remember. Oh, oh my God. God, man. This dude is such a weirdo. Who's bringing their kids around this pervert? Very good question. Why are they bringing their kids around this Ugh. pervert? God. Oh, he smells well, like mothballs and shit. <laughs> butterscotch candies. Butterscotch candies and a dirty diaper. Oh, who's changing the president? Do you think he shits himself? Yeah, absolutely. I he think does. he does too. I think people actually I think he does. I think he's so old now that he's so full of dementia. Um, full he, of dementia. He's got dementia so much that I think he probably does shit himself. Oh, uh, he probably loaded his diaper up when he fell off that <laughs> the, bike. <laughs> So I look like a, a frosty cup that just spilled over right to his underpants. I hope I've fallen and shit myself. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, Trump. This is your fault. Give me some ice cream and some kids to sniff. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Oh, my God. Thanks, Jilly Bean. They- <laughs> she got booed at the Eagles game. We're going to get to that. Uh, but before then, <laughs> data comes out. 73% of migrants bust to the New York City area are in homeless shelters. What? I thought you guys could handle them. I thought you were a sanctuary state and you put them in homeless shelters. What is this? What is this? Guy? Come on. Come on. <laughs> you want the sanctuary status and fucking earn it. Come on. Like Didn't you liberals say that you were all about, well, open up your homes, yeah. let them in, let them sleep in your fucking guest bedrooms, give them jobs. It's funny how liberals will always condemn Republicans. You only care about the baby until it's born. You only give a fuck about illegal immigrants until they're in your fucking state. And you don't want anything to do with them, you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. At least with us, like, no, they have a right to life. With y'all, it's like, they have a right to work, but not in Martha's Vineyard. I know they put you up a wall. You fucking racist. <laughs> hypocrites. I love this. I love how it always gets. 
You only care about the baby until it's born. You're damn right, because that baby has a right to fucking life. You think? You only give a shit about the illegal immigrant until they're across the border. Then you don't give a fuck about them. Until after they vote. Every single fucking sanctuary city that Abbott and DeSantis called out and sent people to, you freaked the fuck out. And it wasn't even like that much of uh, a percentage of people that actually came. Mm. It wasn't even that much. We're hitting like four, five, six, somewhere up to 10,000 people a day coming across the border. He sent you like a busload of 50 and you're just gonna like, oh my God, I know. the Mexicans are here, sound the alarm. Like what's the equivalent to like a Paul Revere for like anti-Mexicans? I, I don't know what that would be. Like the ICE agents going through like, let me get us coming, let me get us coming. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Like Eric Adams. You sit there and he talks all oh, this shit terrible. about Texas. And then Abbott's like, okay, motherfucker, here you go. It's like, wait a minute, man. I'm going to go kick that cracker's ass. <sighs> fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. You just, you've got to love it, though. You've got to love the hypocrisy of all this. It's like you sit there, you love the illegals when they're voting for you. But when they come to work in your town, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. Now you got 73% of them are living in homeless shelters and you've got community programs and I would imagine government subsidy programs going to help this. And ultimately it's you, the local voter that's paying for it. But yeah, you liberals, you love it. Oh, bring them here, bring them here, bring them here. And you don't know who half of these people are. And you don't know if they got COVID. You don't know if they're rapists. You don't know if they're misogynists. You don't know if they're racist. You don't know a fucking thing. But just because you want a virtue signal and signal how good of a person and human being you are, no, human's illegal. <laughs> Every country in the world would disagree with you. The overwhelming, the overwhelming majority of border crossers and illegal aliens bust to New York City from Texas by Governor Greg Abbott remain in the city's homeless shelter system, which is nearing a breaking point. You'd love to see it. Burn, baby, burn. Send them to the fucking blue states, folks. Send them to the blue states, blue cities. You want them? They're your problem. That's going to get him uh, booted out of office, I'd imagine. Oh, absolutely. People are eventually, eventually. When's this guy's term up? uh, Not for a while. He just just took office. Did he? Yeah. Oh, God. But the thing that I love about this, though, is by doing this, liberals are going to have to acknowledge their hypocrisy because there's only so much crime you can take. There's so much much bullshit you can take because let's be honest, you are importing criminals. There are many criminals that are coming across that border. They're running from fucking Mexican authority. You don't know. Mm -hmm. So with that, you're not going to be able to turn a blind eye to the shit you're bringing in. Now, granted, they're not all that way, but you get where I'm going with this. You know, they, yeah, I agree. They need to start sending them up to uh, D.C., dropping them off right in front Let of them the house. Let them have it. Let them have it. You want it, Mike your Griffin. problem. Yeah. Yeah, make it your problem. Make it yeah. a liberal problem. Take if it you, up there. If they declare themselves a sanctuary state, fucking send them. Next time, don't open your mouth. Don't open your cock sheet and say, hey, man, we're a sanctuary state. We believe in illegal immigrants. Well, then you're, you're your fucking problem. And the next thing you know, Eric Adams declares a state of emergency. He's like, you guys are so full of shit. You know what's so full of shit. super annoying about that stuff, too, is they're talking about bringing up charges on Abbott and DeSantis or human smuggling. Yeah. And here these people are coming into the country illegally. Doing exactly that. And they don't even mention anything about... That illegal activity that nope. got them on a bus nope. up to their states. You're like, oh, that's human smuggling. That one sheriff trying to fucking get charged against DeSantis, he's in Texas. Like, sit down and shut the fuck up, you liberal cuck. I like, I can't wait. I, I need to find out more about this guy so I can start posting. I need to find out when this guy's election season comes up. But by and large, I'm pretty sure it's probably a blue county that elected this piece of shit. 
Oh, I, I, fuck I've that. Been, fuck that guy. And I rarely use the term pig. He's a fucking pig. Fuck you. You're not about justice. You're about political bias. Yeah. What a douche. What a douche. It makes me think that they're probably on the cartel payroll. Because I've just seen that article yeah, from, um, yeah. what's his name? The big drug lord that they caught. Uh, what's his name? The Gato or something like that. The big drug lord. He's in prison. And he was talking about how politicians on both in America and in Mexico are a big reason why why there's so much uh, drug trafficking going on in the United States. I've I don't know a lot about that one. I didn't even hear about it. To tell you the truth, sorry, I just got a text from a uh, El Chapo. I got it. He was it. running for for running for Congress up in North Carolina. Is trying to out the stolen valor guy. So I'm I'm working on that. Yeah. We're gonna have him on the hopefully we have him on the podcast. But um, the chat is on top of it. So El, El Chapo was given an interview and he was talking about how it's Mexican politicians and American politicians oh, oh, that, that okay wait you were talking about El Chapo yeah oh I thought you meant somebody else like, no I no no I couldn't think of his name okay I thought you meant like he was he was recently it was a recent article oh okay I thought you meant like recently captures like I didn't read anything no, no, about no. that okay I mean, I mean no but no I agree with you like, I agree with you because I mean you make a good point that or at least he did in the interview. Politicians know about this shit at the oh, board. Yeah. They're in league with these cartels. They're making yeah. so much fucking money. If it's, you're making a billion dollars oh, a day. Hell yeah. If you're making a billion dollars a day, there's going to be They're running so people much drugs in government, this, yeah, in uh, law enforcement, yeah. and the FBI, and the CIA. You know, that's... It's going to be... So here's the thing. If if politicians are really smart, and I don't think it's politicians, it's the fact that our society cannot handle this way of thought. But here, here what I'm saying. Let's look, let's look at... Um, Let's look at ecstasy, for example, okay? Ecstasy, I don't know how big it is coming across the border, but what if we legalized drugs and then we essentially had oversight on them to an extent of like they have to be made in as safely as possible, which there are some drugs they can't. There is no safe. But the point that I'm trying to make is it's going to eliminate the black market. When you make it legal and you bring the production over stateside and you start insuring and making business responsible, yada, 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 you're going to see, look at prohibition and alcohol. Mm-hmm. More people die. And we've made this point several times. More people died from bad alcohol made in these bathtubs than when it was actually legal and was done safely. Yeah. Because now you're forcing them to resort to unsafe methods, which the same, the same rule applies to abortion. I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. The same rule applies to guns. Whenever you make it illegal, they will find a way. Mm-hmm. They will find a way. But with this, though... I don't know. It, it just it stands the reason the politicians they don't want the border closed. No, they don't. Why want would they? Yeah. But Gen Z defends cancel culture on as positive thing on Dr. Phil Zoomers versus Boomers debate. It's just so funny when you look at the representative of Gen Z. Look at this freak. It's a dude with lipstick earrings, long ridiculous fingernails, and long hair with a beard. Are we sure? I'm it's sorry. A dude? I don't. These people are fucking fruitcakes. You're weird. You, I don't want to share a fucking country with you. You're just. Ugh. And you want to defend cancel culture? Bro, here's the other thing. I think that's a... Is that a guy? That's a guy. That's a guy dressed up as a woman. And they want to debate cancel culture. Uh, Listen to this. It says, um, another... uh, Hold on. Um, On the episode of Boomers versus Zoomers, an old age debate, Dr. Phil asked the younger Gen Z crowd, why are comedians not even willing to come on college campuses anymore because they're scared to death they're going to say something that offends? And even Obama just talked about this very briefly. He said that we're focusing on the wrong things, but he's not going to call out cancel culture as being a Democratic thing. That is a liberal thing. Republicans have done it too, though. Remember when Sean Sean Hannity uh, canceled... 
was a Keurig. I forget who it was sponsored by for something he said, and then he they pulled their sponsorship, and everybody was throwing the Keurigs out, which was fucking stupid. You already bought the thing. They got your money. You might as well keep it. Mm-hmm. But Republicans have done it, too. We've done it as well. But I think there comes a time, and I wasn't for this at first, but I, I don't see any other alternative. There's going to have to be dual economies. There yeah. has to be dual economies. Yeah. I am tired of giving my money to these companies. And it's not that they have a different political belief system. It's the fact that they're endorsing mutilation of children or they're endorsing groomer um, viewpoints. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm not going to support you. I want you bankrupt. I want you on the street. I want you starving to death. I, just, I, I want you dead. Mm-hmm. I think you're disgusting. I think that you should not even be allowed to live in this country if you're sitting there advocating for the mutilation of children. And the sexualization of children. Matter of fact, by and large, and I find this very fucking hypocritical. All those people on that that post on the meme page to talk about the 19-year-old uh, who was dating the 14-year-old, you're saying that they don't have the choice, or they're not they're not smart enough, or they're not intelligent enough to know better what actual consent means. But then you turn around and say they do have enough common sense to determine what fucking sex they want, and then to surgically change it. Like, I'm, I'm not seeing the consistency in your logic. All I see is retardation and insanity at the hands of progressives. Yeah. I don't see where you can sit there and say, well, they're not old enough to give consent. Then how the fuck can they give consent about... Now, granted, underage sex, it's weird. It's, it's a very gray area because in Texas, you get the Romeo and Juliet law, which is basically, I think, 17 or 16 is the age of consent or some shit like that. I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm just saying when we use these examples that are already across many different states out there, and you turn around and say, oh, no, but it's okay for a, a five, six, seven-year-old to say they want to be trans and then change their sex surgically, you're fine with that. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that. But they're also not smart enough to know what the age of consent is? Are you kidding me with this? Or maybe two things can both be right, that they're not old enough to give consent, and they're not old enough to say that I want to get a sex change surgery. 18, and then problems are solved. After 18, you do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But I also find it very hypocritical. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a hard spot on this one. I really don't care. I was 17 when I lost my when I lost my virginity to a 16 year old girl. Sex underage happens. It happens. Most dudes are having sex before 18. Everybody can sit there on their high horse and say, "Oh, that's just disgusting." When the fuck? When when did you lose your virginity? How old were you? 17. You're 17. Mm-hmm. Chat, rumble, chat. Be honest. Give me your age. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Because we want to sit there, we want to bang this drum of like how how altruistic we are. I would never do that. Most people were having sex way before 18. Mm-hmm. But in our society, it's like, well, that's just not called for it. But it happens. It happens like fucking crazy. Yeah. My God, by the time you hit middle school, that's all you can think about. you got hormones going like crazy. Yeah. But that's why also, I'm. and here's the thing, I'm going to hit you with some other shit. I am all for safe sex education. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to happen. 18, make, it, make it to where they can get it safe. Educate them on condoms. Educate them on safe, safe sex. 13. 18, 19, 23, 15, 19, 17, 16, 16, 16, 16, 45. Bullshit. 16, 16, 15. Lost mine at 16 to an 18-year-old. 19, 15, 17. You get where I'm going with this, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating to change the law. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is just like with guns, just like with abortion, just like with drugs, it's going to happen. You can't stop it. But what you could do is educational condoms, things such as that, because the worst thing that's going to happen, pregnancy in your teenage years, or you receive an STI, yeah. STD. If it only lasts like five seconds, does it really count? Absolutely, it does. I'm not, I don't want to talk anymore about that. It happened one fucking time, Josh. One fucking time. 
hold it over my head, why don't you? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but you get where I'm going with this, though. Like, uh, people want to sit there and say, like, oh, too young to consent, but they're perfectly old enough to say I want to chop off my weenie. Uh, what? Okay. These are liberals, folks. This is liberal idea. Anyway, um, one young content creator named Victoria suggested that social repercussions have always existed and said, I think that just as a generation, we're becoming more aware of how bigotry, even in its, if it's in the form of a joke, if it's a joke, is it still bigotry? If it's a joke, a clear joke, it's I, humor. I don't even know that it has to be a clear joke. Yeah, true. I mean, if you don't understand it, then that's not my problem, right? Well, the thing I love about it is you look at like people like Andrew Schultz, that comedian who came out there and did that very racist fucking thing, but yeah. you could tell it was humor. It was funny as shit, and people loved it. Yeah. They loved it. And that just goes to show you, this is what Americans want, not liberals like Gen Z. You, you, I mean, I thought about it yesterday. How much happiness have they sucked out of the world? Because they are emotionally unstable, they're a bunch of fucking whack jobs raised by our generation of whack jobs. And you look at them and it's just like, you are a miserable group of people. You don't want anyone having any fun. You don't want them making any off-color jokes because if they do, they're horrible human beings. But I got news for you. Mm -hmm. Richard Pryor was one of the funniest black fucking comedians there ever was. And that dude said some racist shit and it was funny. Mm -hmm. George Carlin as well. Yeah. And you can't beat this. You can't, you can't beat this. This is how America was brought up. And that's exactly what we need. That's exact. You need to make fun of each other because that's the shit that brings people together. Matter of fact, this wedding I went to, old buddy of mine from Savannah was there, Dante. Black. Love this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And we're, it's a group of veterans at this thing. And you know what we're doing? We're dropping racist fucking jokes left and right. And it just, it cemented. I didn't know half the dudes except Dante. And all we're doing, and it just brought us all close together. It was great. It was a good fucking, it was camaraderie. Yeah. Nobody's serious about it. Right. Now, of course, you are going to have the racist. Don't get me wrong. But it was like, and Dante, I love him to death. He's a good dude. Um, but it's just one of those things that even he was making racist jokes about black people. And all we could do is just laugh our fucking asses off. Mm. And that's the shit that I missed. I miss that kind of stuff. But liberals, by and large, you are a miserable group of people. Like, what was the last time? Like, for example, look at, um, oh, God, what's her face? A little piglet looking uh, comedian. Uh, what's her face? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. You just had to say pig. That's it. She's a little piglet looking little bitch. She's coming out another tour. You know what's called the Pig. whore tour. The whore tour. <laughs> Amy, give it up. You're not funny. Men don't think you're funny. You're trying to fit in with men. It's like, oh my pussy. Oh my God, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry. It's not ladylike. I don't want to hear about your vagina. You're a very disgusting individual. Men get away with certain things that women can't, and vice versa. Know your lane and stay the fuck in it. These, you're not funny. She is not funny. These Netflix specials are oh, just are horrible. Terrible. Like these. This one day I was like comedians. washing my pussy, and all the guys, even the girls, are like, what? Ew, gross. Like, like just, men are expected to be disgusting. They're just so bad. Their acts yeah. are so terrible. There's this one idiot on there. What's her name? Like Izzy or Is Islo or something like something weird. Mm -hmm. And she comes out and she it's just social justice stuff from oh, the yeah. very from the very beginning of the mm -hmm. whole routine. And then about 15 minutes into it, she goes into abortion. And depending on what state you're in. Whether Jesus. or not you're gonna have to raise it, like, oh, people are just—they're tired of here. People are getting so fed up with the All politics right. in their comedy and yeah, their TVs. Isla. Who? It's uh, I think it's Isla. It's in one. It's in. I have no show. idea who this yeah. bitch is. I don't give a fuck. I'm either. like, oh my god, it's, it's so bad. Uh, and so I think that while social media repercussions are nothing new, what we penalize people for saying is changing, and I think that's a positive thing. 
this is because you're on the the giving end versus the receiving because you never had this cancel culture monster come after you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another young TikTok artist named Nicolu, who helped popularize the OK Boomer meme, suggested stereotypes used in comic stand-ups is just simply just like not OK anymore. Shut the fuck up, you little twat. <laughs> So you can say whatever you want. Uh, but here's the thing. The reason I brought this up, though, it's not because of these fucking Gen Z little fruitcakes and nut jobs. I don't give a fuck what these little, you know, cannon fodder fuckers have to say. But I think we should look more in depth as to reasons. Why is cancer? How is cancer culture? Why does it exist? When people stop letting themselves get canceled, mm-hmm. Troy Aikman, for example, didn't want to get canceled. He apologized for the comment of take off the dress. When people, by and large, get fed up with this and say, okay, this is just fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. It's going to stop. Yeah. My God, I don't know how many times I could have been canceled. And if people, I mean, when I did the fat shaming rant back in like 2015, 2016, I was like, I'm still fucking here. I grew in popularity. That's what got me established on social media. Was it fat shaming, though? No. Well, I mean, in their, in their parameter, when you say that you find fat people disgusting and repulsive, yeah, that's going to be fat shaming, but I don't give a fuck. It's the truth. It's the fucking, my penis does not respond to fat people. I have a fat shaming dick. It's the truth. Just how I am. But what I want I want people to think about, it's that why does cancel culture exist? Mm-hmm. If you stop bending the knee, it will go away. They will realize mm-hmm. they're powerless. The social media realm we give so much credit for does not exist when you put your phone down. Doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Stop giving these little idiots any semblance of like, like they have some bite to their bark. They don't only unless you give it. Look at Dave Chappelle. He's more popular now than he's ever been. Basically Mm -hmm. told the trans community to go fuck off. You can't touch me. Yeah. Uh, conservative commentator, Brad Palumbo fire back. You're not free to say whatever you want. If you get fired or an off color joke, how would you feel when it's you who is out of step with the social mores of the day, Victoria said to Palumbo that while canceling people for what they say is not new, now it is being done with for more morally correct reasons. Are you kidding me? Say that you don't agree with trans people because it's gender dysphoria. It's like, oh, you're just a bigot or you're transphobic. No, it's not. You legitimately have a psychological problem you need to get help with. Mm-hmm. And instead of glamorizing it and encouraging it, we should instead be like basically saying you need help. These people are not to be taken seriously. Look at their viewpoints. Look at how they think. Again, 64% suicide rate. That's not normal. No. And it's not me saying, I hate people that are trans. It's saying, I just don't agree with you. And I think you do have problems. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you a bad person. But when you pull shit like this, then you turn people into hating you. It is what it is. These are the choices you make. These are the dumb shit you wanted to say. Um, I th- he said, I think you're still acting like this is something new. People have been fired for things they've said forever. But now we're seeing an era where if you're disrespectful or bigoted towards someone, no, 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 no. You can make these very generic statements and not actually apply it to a single thing. And then like counter is like, well, you can't say you, you can't, you shouldn't be allowed to say things about trans people. Why not? Why, why can't I? You can say things about white Christians and nothing happens to you. Mm-hmm. Say anything about a black person. Holy fuck. You're crucified. And also they say, it's been around forever. Yeah, let's look at McCarthyism. Everyone got painted as being a communist. How many people were axed from Hollywood? How many people lost their jobs over the suspicion of being a communist? Just because it has existed for so long does not make it right. Now, granted, if I've got a fucking employee that's posting racist shit on their social media, I'm probably going to fire them. I don't want you working for me. You're a reflection of me. That's why I tell people, watch your social media and what you post. Because your employer, if they see that shit and you're posting racist shit... They have every right to fire your ass. I would too. Granted, it's actual racism. 
well, it's racist. I mean, you know, when you make these comments and you're calling out black debaters, the white person, that doesn't make you racist. It means you're standing up for truth and justice. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's a slippery slope. Dr. Phil, the point is the threshold. He's right. The shit you say today, oh my God, can you imagine being a slave or a celebrity? You can't say fucking anything. Oh, you no. say the wrong thing. You say, I like the color orange. Instantly, CNN is like, you know, John Burke says he hates every other color except orange. It's not what I said. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. But that's internet culture. This social media experiment needs to fucking end. We need to just get rid of this shit. It would be the best thing America could do or the world for that for that matter. Well, did, you said, did you see the Tucker Carlson interview with Kanye West? No, you, you were telling me about yeah, it. Go ahead, so tell me about it. There was a part of it where... Tucker Carlson asked him if he knew that his family, or he was like, he didn't know that uh, Kim was so close to the Clintons. And yeah. he was like, started rattling off, like, what do you mean, cell phone close? Mm-hmm. Or telling, uh, tell Kanye to say this type of close. Yeah. Or, you know, so they have these people with all this uh, credibility mm-hmm. or popularity, mm-hmm. and they tell them what to say. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, they're so just mouthpieces. Yeah. It's it. I think ultimately, though, it comes down to money. Who's got the money? Who's paying? Yeah, money and power. It's 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 really not even about if you have power, Mm -hmm. then really money is secondary, right? Because you could have anything. Yeah, true. So if you're telling all these people what to do, if you tell them, hey, I want these people to think this, you need to say this. Otherwise, if you don't, we're going to cancel you. We're going to kick you out of the bank. We're going to ruin your career. Yep, you're going to lose everything. Look at Andrew Tate. He got canceled by social media, banks, stuff like that. And that's why your kids, all this stuff. And that's why you have to have those parallel economies because you know, and it doesn't even have to be left versus right. It could be left versus a bank that says we fucking serve everybody. We don't care. Left, right, middle doesn't matter. We serve everybody. So I it's just think like it's you not going to be left because left yeah. is so far gone at mm-hmm. this point. I agree. There's I, only I think like a little sliver of uh, common sense. Well, conservatives really. As far as what? As far as just doing the right thing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like not canceling, leaving yep. people alone, or really libertarian. I'd say if like a libertarian person came out there and just like, hey, we serve everybody, or just you know, then you have to be. It could be even a Democrat that says, hey, I'm starting a bank, but I don't give a fuck what your political affiliation is. You know, that is the free market. We look at True yeah. Social, we look at Twitter, we look at things such as this, and how Elon's probably going to acquire whatever the case may be. But it's like, you know, if Elon does take Parler and Parler is on the app store now, that that is going to create another parallel social media economy. Mm-hmm. Now Rumble's going to have to get better. True Social's going to have to get better. And maybe Kanye can pull it off. Like, I didn't know that Parler wasn't... Uh, I'll have to get back on Parler then. I, th- I thought it was out of the app store. But Kanye creates something that if, you know, a black artist like that, he does have a lot of pull in the black community. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. But he'll pull people. He talked and about if, that too. If like, the left keeps going down this road and YouTube keeps canceling these creators, and, you know, there's a difference in being like you had your shit pulled for a justifiable reason, like you were racist or whatever, or like we got pulled for misinformation from what YouTube told us, mm-hmm. fine. Like every time you cancel somebody, you're giving more power to the opposing political side or the, the opposing uh, social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Rumble, Parler, True Social, they're gonna they're only gonna continue to grow. Yeah. So it's like every time they wanna double down on canceling, especially on Twitch, like Twitch is on fire right now. Like not in a good way. They are canceling so many fucking people. And it's like, dude, this is insane. Like, you know what? I'm going to go where we get treated better. Yeah. And, you know, I forget who. Andrew Tate made a really good point. He was on Rumble, and I watched one of his things real quick. He said, what you don't realize is it's the big tech that are using every single one of you, and they're making so much money off of you, your content creation. Mm-hmm. You put all this time, blood, sweat, and tears, and this effort into creating this content, and you get what? 
you get jack shit for it. Your payout is minimal compared to what they're making off of you in ad revenue. Mm -hmm. It's like you're not getting nearly as much as you should. And he's got a point there. Yeah. So all these all these Democrats, socialists, why aren't you going after big tech to pay more? Like it should be. I'll clear present right here on YouTube. When we put out a John Ross video, and if it got like maybe half a million views, we might see twelve hundred dollars. We might see twelve hundred dollars. That's before taxes. You can't make a living off of that. You got to be hitting millions of views and then take some of that content money and put it back into bumping up your views as far as uh, boosting the posts and shit. $1,200 for half a million views. Yet, you know, these companies that are paying this ad money to have their ad run in the middle of your shit are paying a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. Big tech gets away with a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. And these Democrat socialists don't say a fucking word because they don't want to get canceled. Nope. Don't bite the hand that feeds you pennies. Funny, funny. Yep. And people say, well, it's a private company, Joe. They're not private. They're protected by the government. Yeah. Completely different. Throws it all off. They get subsidies. Mm-hmm. So, not really the same thing. I, I agree. It's ridiculous. This Milwaukee's best says, shut up, jarhead. I was a fucking army guy. I wasn't, I wasn't a Marine. That's a Marine you're thinking of. If you're going to insult me, at least get it fucking accurate. My God. I, I think he's talking to uh, Tombstone Jarhead. Oh, my bad. Well, even still, I was an army. <laughs> if you're going to insult me, get it accurate. <laughs> Oh, my God. But anyway, this guy has a good point. Greg Lukianoff, the president of the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, explained that rates of depression among young people are skyrocketing. What? Now, let's look at this, folks. Why is it skyrocketing? Social media. Mm -hmm. I guarantee social media is at the core of every single issue that we are facing when it comes to depression, mental health. We have never had such a need for mental health services in my entire fucking life. In the last five years, I'm not saying it's all bad, but why the sudden need is like, hey, mental health, mental health, because every single motherfucker by and large is on social media and it's nothing but negativity getting pumped into our faces every single fucking day, mm -hmm. every single day. No wonder people are depressed. No wonder more people are putting guns in their mouths than ever before. You look at social media and the world's on fire. You're looking at every negative story coming from fucking Colombia to Cambodia to wherever the case may be. And it's like, fuck, we're fucked. No wonder people are killing themselves in record rates. They're depressed in record rates. Look at what you're looking at. Now, granted, there is some personal accountability in that because you choose who to follow. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, they do have boosted ads and shit like that. And I mean, look at look at relationships now. Everything is sexualized. Everything is sexualized on social media. Dude. It's insane. I can't. And it's not just a little bit. Like, it's by and large. Like, holy shit, look at the tits on that one. They're basically hanging out. Or these, these fitness dudes, like, their junk is almost out. It's like, my God, what the fuck happened? I was posting something on my Instagram story this, this morning, and uh, I looked down, and it's a girl's asshole while she's doing yoga, oh like God. talking about, did you do yoga this morning? And it's a sponsored ad. <laughs> Jesus. And that's what I like. Look. Looking I had a very good uh, debate with a friend of mine. We were possibly going to date. And she's like, how do you feel about twerking? Is I feel like only hoes and sluts do shit like that. It's like, if we were out in a club and I saw you doing that, you're leaving that club on your own. I was like, I would never be with a woman that's out there twerking on the dance floor. She goes, why is that? It's because like, dudes are looking at your ass wanting to fuck you. It's like, what? I was like, you really have so little self-respect that you want to go out there and sexualize yourself in such a manner. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I said, like, I don't give a fuck if people like this or not. Mm. Like, these are my standards. I'm not projecting these standards to anybody else. I was like, if I'm going to be with a woman, you're going to have some self-fucking respect. Because I told her, I was like, how would you feel if I was out there twerking my dick around? She goes, what's kind of, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, right? It's like, so why are you okay to doing it? 
I was like, explain that to me. And then they have twerking classes. And it's like, what is the point of this? You're gyrating your ass, and you know good and well men focus on that. It's like, well, you shouldn't sexualize me. Bull fucking shit. You sexualize the fuck out of men because every character out there, when it comes to like uh, little, little toy action figures, what is it? Every single one of them is jacked. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them is jacked. They got the veins, they got the muscles, they got the six pack. You don't see a lot of fat fucking toy character. You don't. But when women want to go out there and do shit like this and say, well, stop sexualizing me, that's because that's what men are. That's what men do, and you do it to men as well. Let's not pretend like this is one-sided. So if you're going out there drawing attention to an area that's an erogenous zone, you cannot blame men for looking at twerking videos and jerking off and then leaving shitty comments there. That's just how it goes. So it's like, have you done... I also love the whole thing of like... Check out my new macaroni recipe. Like, why is your ass the prominent thing in this post? Like, this has nothing to do with macaroni. <laughs> like, nothing to do. But people do this shit. It's ridiculous. Or their tits. Like, massive cleavage. Yeah. I see this in the gaming world. That's what Twitch is. Twitch is nothing but fucking e-thoughts now with OnlyFans. It's all it is. So now, for those that don't know, if you've never seen this, just thank your lucky stars. They have... Uh, little hot tub streams now. They buy these kiddie pools and fill it up with water, and they stream from this in a skimpy-ass fucking bikini, leaving very little to the imagination. And then you wonder why people treat you like a slut online, Mm. because you're acting like a slut online. Oh, but here's the deal. I'm all for it. Do what you want to do, but don't you dare get mad when somebody comes along and says, yeah, I would never be with somebody like you because you're a fucking hoe for money. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh, John's saying some shit that hurts. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care because I'm never going to be with a slut like you. Now, granted, I don't care how many people you fuck. That has nothing to do with me. But when you go out there and you act in such a manner and you're bringing on that type of attention, any man that's with you has to deal with that shit. Has to fucking deal with that shit. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. not dealing with the drama. Not going to happen. To each their own. To each their own. And people can say, because I will tell you, I will tell you right now, when a woman acts that way on social media, find a dude that wants to put up with that bullshit because I don't. I really don't. It's just nothing but drama and negativity. I've been down that road. I can tell you right now, that bothers your peace. Leave it be. Yeah. And men do it too. I'm not trying to beat up on women here alone. Men fucking do it too. I get it. In the fitness world, I've never understood why a dude has to post a photo in some whitey tighties with like his junk outline. And there's like, what the fuck is the point in this? It's like, oh, okay, we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. We know. And then sure as shit, they probably got an OnlyFans. Look, I'm telling you, a lot of these people don't seem to realize once it's on the internet, it's there forever. So if you want to show your tits and your hoo-ha to people out there for five bucks, you go right ahead. But eventually, if you ever have children, they're going to ask, Mommy, why is your asshole on OnlyFans? Because Mommy was a slut. Do you think it's like stripper training? I think they make more than strippers, quite honestly. And the thing is, it's a lucrative field. These women are making a lot of money. A lot of money. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, no, no. They're making, like, oh, dude, I got friends that do it. And they've told me I'm making about 40 k a month. Really? But they're also spending a lot of it on dumb shit. It's like, so you're you're realistically not doing anything worthwhile. You're, you're blowing it on dumb shit. You're not investing. You're not saving. It's a whole thing there. But it's the truth. Sex sells, and we become a very, very, very um, immoral society. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's just how it is. I'm not even reading comments today. I don't fucking care. It's the truth. <laughs> I'd say, would I ever be with a woman that had an OnlyFans? No, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Like, would a woman ever be with a guy that's been, that has an OnlyFans? Fuck no. I just It just tells me that you're willing to sell your body for money. Well, it's not actually sleeping with... No, but you're still, like, showing them everything for money. Do it like the rest of us and do it for free with somebody you're interested in on the internet. Like, send them a dick pic or tits. That's, just, that's the normal way of doing it. 
But no, I mean, here's the thing. And then women sit there and they complain. It's like, oh, we have unfair pay. It's like, bitch, you're selling your shit on OnlyFans for fucking 10 bucks. You're making buku money. I mean, you're literally like, sexually objectifying yourself. Everybody can't be making that much money doing it though, right? No, I'm not saying it. Well, I'm telling you. There, there's people out there. Like I've had multiple discussions. Uh, I know one dude who actually manages several women's only fans. He says they're making great fucking money. They don't have very big followings. Yeah. But what's great money? Like 5,000, 6,000. Uh, uh, from what he said, that was the guy who told me about 40 K, but he said average 10 to 15 K a month. That's a lot of money. That's, it's and here's a the thing. It's a lot of quiche. It's a lot of bread. It's a lot of dough. You know, I get you know. But it's just it's so a, funny to me. You got to take care of your kids and feed your family. You know, I mean, it's not my thing. But hey, I'm not gonna. But sit the, the thing is, though, by and large, it. a lot of people. That's not what the problem is. They're fine. They just see it as an easy way out versus having to it learn a skill, I mean, learn yeah. a job, have what? some. Because I'm saying, if like if somebody had OnlyFans money, and that's all they did, it's like so. Then you're, yours to hoe. That's all there is to it. You just, you sell your shit for money. Okay, cool. I mean, you don't really have any marketable skills. Right. All you are is, because here's the thing. Looks are going to fade. What then? Yeah. You better save enough money. You better sure. save enough money. I mean, obviously it's not a long-term solution. I to, don't think a lot of these women think of it like that. But if you do it like five years, 10 years, yeah. I mean, if you're in your twenties and you're doing it, then Jesus. you could obviously go for like 15 years if it's around that long, right? If people were smart, well, I mean... This this delves into a moral debate, and people have different morals and values, and I, I understand that. From a business perspective, they did it in their 20s, and they took that money to invest and launch something in the future. That's fucking smart. I mean, I'll what about strippers them? who strip to pay off their medical but degrees I, I, and stuff I'll give like them that, that. I mean, too. Law degrees them, yeah. or, you know, just to get by. And yeah, but I would never date a stripper. I would never yeah, marry right. a stripper. Never. Right? Mm -mm. Because imagine that. You got guys that are gawking at your woman, wanting to fuck her, Offering are probably under the table services as well for a lot of fucking money. I just, that's, I, to me, that's just kind of like, that's too much drama. Sorry, because I wouldn't want to deal with it. Because I've dealt with, like, I was talking to one girl who had an OnlyFans, and I found that out, and she's like, I'm, I'm sorry, you're just not, you're not my type of woman. Just can't do it. That's just all there is. And again, I don't think they're bad people. Right. It's just not something that I want in my life. Not they, all I, of them, I, mean. I tell people, it's like, you got to protect your peace. You've got to protect your peace. Mm. And if somebody or something comes into your life that is not adding to that peace, fucking get rid of it. I know people are like, what's wrong with OnlyFans? Like, do whatever the fuck. I'm, this is not John Burke saying it shouldn't be allowed because people will take that and say, oh, John Burke's calling for the ban. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm saying do whatever you want, but don't you dare sit there and clutch your pearls when men come along and say, I'm not going to fuck with you because I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, you're just a sexist misogynist. No, I just don't want to be with a slut. That's all there is to it. And look, I was a slut too. I was. <laughs> like, I fucked a lot of women. But at the same token... I realized like this is probably not the good way of going about it. And I had to put the brakes on a little bit. I was like, I'm, I'm had to pump the brakes. I'm not doing Gene Simmons status over here. But even I started to understand and realize that you were giving away pieces of yourself mm -hmm. and your energy when you sleep with these random people and you are disconnecting with yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't really talk about this a lot, but it's fucking true, folks. I'm here to tell you. There are these guys out there that can brag about how many women they fucked, but I'm telling you. It becomes even harder to connect with a woman when you've been nothing but a player for so long or you fuck so many different women. You become very disconnected with the act of sex. It's no longer an intimate thing. It's just something. I'm really going to preach abstinent to my kids growing up. I mean, I think yeah. it's... Yeah, we have talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I mean, up until the time you get married, because if you hadn't known anything else, mm -hmm. then once you do yeah. have sex, then it's going to be the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah. So I don't, I know my religious upbringing teaches this differently, but they talk about sex after marriage. 
That is such a slippery slope because I feel like I don't feel like it's a slippery slope at all. I, there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with abstaining from. No, sex no, until I'm not you get saying married. that. No, no, please don't take me wrong. I'm not saying there is, mm-hmm. but I am saying that sex is something that I feel like as you get older, you get better at it. You start learning certain tips and tricks about the female body. Same for women towards men, and you communicate that in a relationship. But I also feel like a lot of the dating world is driven based upon lust. And when men get that lust fulfilled, then you see the true colors come out. And the same can go for women. So it's kind of like when they say that you're living with somebody or you're dating somebody, what's the general rule of thumb before you move in together? Because then you see who they truly are. Mm-hmm. So what if the same you know thing comes into play of you're dating for so long and then you choose to get married, then you start having sex, you move in together. And it's like, whoa, this person's a whole, a whole different person. Does that make sense? No, you sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the crazy comes out once you fuck them or you put the ring on it, then you see the true them. So I think there is nothing wrong with dating and having sex. I think it's yeah, okay. I'm not going to judge anybody, you know, what they're doing. My personal preference for for my kids, raising them, yeah. is going to be, I'm going to be now, hold like on a preaching second. Were you married before the first time you had sex? No. That's okay. why I know it's... Okay. You know, if I could go back and do things differently. But did you? Is no, the I didn't. Okay. But I know from my past mm-hmm. that moving forward. Did your dad teach you the same thing? No, he never had those conversations with really? me. Really? No. Oh. My dad was a little bit of a womanizer himself. So oh, he, he okay. wouldn't That's be the best enough, person yeah. to uh, take that advice but, from. But were you raised that way, though, to believe that way or just not really? Uh, you know, that it was never a conversation. I think it's just something okay. that over the past, especially after having kids. So you're religious. So that was of your own accord then. Your dad didn't have any influence no, on that? Okay. No. no, I'm not a bad nut. I'm just interested. I didn't know that. Okay. No, I, I just think it's like you stated before, you know, you're giving little mm-hmm. pieces of yourself away. Yeah. So it's not just about having sex. Sure. Yeah. You get that temporary pleasure, right? Yeah. And then you end up chasing it and chasing yeah. it. Like, oh, let's go out. Let's go get, have sex tonight. And I do got to add something real quick. I never deceived or lied to women that I slept with. Mm-hmm. I never, like, I never told them, I was like, oh, I'm going to be with you forever. And then fucked them and left. No, that was never the case. I always told them up front in the dating. When I was dating, I was like, I'm not interested, but I would love, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with having sex if you want to hook up. Yeah. I never lied about that. So people will hit me up and be like, blah, blah, blah. and I've had threesomes. I've had all, I've been bait. I've been the unicorn. I've been all this kind of shit before. I even had this one couple offer me to like, fuck the wife while the husband watched and I was like I I don't I can't do that I'm sorry that's just that's I can't do that that's too much that's back when I was single I was like no like and she was hot she was hot I was just like I can't do that I'm sorry it's like that's just that's so fucked up yeah and I get the fetish I understand cuckold people make fun of them I get it I get it but I was like but technically I'm not the cuck I'm the guy fucking the cuck's wife but even still it's just like no I can't do it sorry it's just that's drama. Look, that's I'll, fucking drama. I'll pee on you, but I'll, that's... I'll best I can do is a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> the best I can do is a deuce. <laughs> uh, M. Price, a $50 donation, says, A sweet country Christian lady might straighten you up, John. I've already got one. And she is. She is. She's yeah. helping me out. Like, I'm not... I don't... I told people before, I'm not putting my love life out there anymore. That, it, like, I had to learn a hard lesson on that one. When you put your, your shit out there... I can't blame people for asking me, hey, where's so-and-so that you were dating? Because I put her out there. I don't do that anymore. I keep it closeted. Uh, I I post snippets about her, but people don't know her name. They don't know her face or anything about her except my close personal friends. But she is one of those that is helping me straighten up. I shouldn't say help me straighten up, but she's, she brings peace. Yeah, you want somebody with positive influence on your life. She does, yeah. She prays a lot. She, every morning when she wakes up, she turns on piano music or a nice Christian song or some kind of worship. She loves praying. But she's also a freak in the sheets with me, and I love that. I love that about it. We have that nice duality there. But, um, yeah, we have fun doing the most mundane shit. 
going to the grocery store, doing this other stuff. I mean, we do half of it high, but still, it's still fun. It's still fun. <laughs> grocery shopping while you're high is a lot of fun, by the way. Um, anyway, I feel like we went on a tangent there, but um, but I, I would tell you this right now, man. That's one lesson I took away from this. Don't put your fucking private business on the internet, especially yeah. when you start growing a following. It's not worth it. That's how, you know, that's how a lot of us, you know, when people want to criticize me for what I've done on the internet, feel free. But yeah. you're doing so from a position of being in the stands versus being the man in the arena saying, okay, well, I fucked up on that one. I learned I'm never doing this again. And this was as of late. This was as of late. Don't put your personal shit out there yeah. because then you can't get mad when everybody's asking what happened to so-and-so because then you get looked at as like a piece of meat that's just there for entertainment. So that's why I keep, I have the... Uh, the tango page for that. I've got the political page. And then I have my, my private stuff that I, nobody fucking knows about mm -hmm. except my close personal friends. And I don't tell anybody that shit. But on the, on the, on the social media, yeah, I, I don't agree with that anymore. Like, I, I had to learn a hard lesson on that one because you got to deal with that because then you got cloud chasers. You got people that are going to date you because they want to get access to that following for you to post about it to help them grow their following. And they'll spread fucking lies about you. I've had that happen recently. And it's such a fucking pain in the dick. It's like, you know what? I could have avoided this if I just never posted at all. Mm -hmm. It's like, so moving forward, there you go. You're never going to see any public posts from me about who I'm dating, who I'm, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be, just don't do it. Now, granted, things are different when you have a smaller following and it's your friends and your family. I get that. That yeah. makes sense to me. I totally understand that. But the one thing I'll never do where I don't, like, when I see people on, like, Facebook shit airing out their dirty relationship laundry, it's like, grow the fuck up. Grow up. Okay, like what Kanye is doing is like, trailer grow the fuck park. up, dude. It's like, like trailer park stuff. That's some trailer park shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause nine times out of 10, the people posting it are like a lot of misspelled words. It was like, oh my God. Uh, just let a tornado come through and wipe it out. And then you just, you basically solved a lot of the problems there. <laughs> and I'm playing. I'm playing. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a joke. You get where I'm going. And these are like, you know, and that's what I, I hate about people that look at me. It's kind of like, well, you've done this and this. Yeah, you're right. I fucked up. I'm a human being. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. But what about you? I can't say shit about you because I don't follow you. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know anything about you, nor do I even give a fuck. But, and then I'll hit it with, why do you care about me so much? And then I have to play devil's advocate because it's like, I put so much of my shit out there. Of course they're interested. Mm -hmm. That's why. So I'm the problem. So I can't get mad at these. And it took me a while to come to this. I was like, fuck, they're right. They are right. Don't put your personal shit out there. It's the truth. Yeah, that's some crazies. It's the truth. Oh, my God. I've had like three fucking stalkers. Three. Well, you're gorgeous. I am. I'm a sexy son of a bitch. That would totally fuck me. You get where I'm going on that one. Like, it's, it's dangerous. Oh, there are like still people. Like, I don't get this. On dating apps. And they still do this. There are women posting pictures with their children. What the fuck are you doing? Men, too. And men are doing it to try and use that child to score women. Women are using that to let men know, like, if you're interested in me, this is what this is what comes in the package. Men do it to score women. That shit needs to fucking stop. They should start making rules uh, on these platforms. Do not post pictures of your children. That's ridiculous. Yeah, if that was my, my ex-wife. Oh, hell like, no. Uh, hell no. No. Fuck no. Are you crazy? Never going to happen. Oh, my God. Oh, Jeremy Mudd says, good morning, Lost Savages. It's John and Josh in the morning on 96.9 FM KSEX. KSEX. <laughs> <laughs> John Burke on set is a lot of fun. It's great. Anyway. Uh, all right. Let's keep going. My God. I love how we go off on these tangents. Interesting topics, though. Um, okay. You got all of this. Horror film Terrifier 2 is causing viewers to puke, faint in theater, producer warns of graphic violence. The first question I have, has anybody seen Terrifier 1? I'm missing nope. the first. I haven't seen it. Never even heard about it. I, neither have I. 
But the one thing I want to point out to people on this, which is really fucking funny, is Terrifier 2 has reaped the benefits of its uh, preceded reputation of being horrifying as it raked in $1.8 million in two limited showing weekends. To be compared with the Bros movie that released in over 3,500 theaters and only raked in like $4 million, a horror picture is beating you, and I fucking love it. Nobody wants, they would rather see gore than gay shit. I'm just saying. It's so funny to me. I love it. I love it. You bastards. You, you homophobic bastards. No, we just like seeing people get slaughtered versus gay gay orgies. Like, no, I'm sorry. It's not attractive. <laughs> a gay women orgy? Fuck yes. We'd watch that. But like gay dudes? No. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Not going to happen. Nope. Hmm. Are you going to go see this movie now? No. I'm, you see, I'm not a gore kind of guy. I don't not like... Either. I like demon stuff because that's like the spooky shit. Like poltergeist. Yeah, Conjuring. Oh, I love the Conjuring series. One of my favorites. The Nun. Woo! Freaky as fuck. I, I love seen it though. That one. Yeah, it's a good one. Poltergeist, if you go back and watch, it's like, okay, this is cheesy as fuck. Super cheesy. But during the time, it was like, oh, this yeah. is freaky as fuck. But then you get older. It's kind of like Hocus Pocus. You go back and watch the OG. It's like, this is dumb. Oh, it's so terrible. And then you go back and you, you know, when you were a kid, it's like, it's the greatest movie ever. And then you, or like Ernest scared whatever for Halloween. Yeah. Remember Ernest people were like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, Vern? Yeah. And you go back and you watch them again. It's like, this is cheesy as hell. Oh, it's terrible. But as a kid, you loved it. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. But, like uh, Amityville Horror? Yeah. I think that one's still scary. Um, like the one, one from back in the 80s. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was actually pretty freaky. Yeah. Um, all right. Top House Democrats continue paying family members thousands of dollars using campaign funds. Republicans are doing this too. Maxine Waters pays daughter another 16K, adding to 1.2 million in previous payments. God. Well, <sighs> I, I thought there were laws against this. I guess liberals, I, I don't know what the deal is. I guess politicians in general is like, hey, you know what? If I have so-and-so working for me as a campaign manager, I'm going to pay him, well, you know, 16K a month is probably a little bit too much, but you get where I'm going on that. But the thing is, like, these people donating to these campaigns, when you see this, it's like... It's like money laundering, right? So if they're paying them, like, a big part of the I say, listen, John, I'm going to hire you to do this. You're my brother. Yeah. But you got to give me 10%, whatever I give you. I wouldn't you. call that money laundering. I would just call that nepotism. I don't know. That It doesn't. It's not right. Don't get me it wrong. Sounds it's not right. It's super shady. Oh, it's very shady. I mean, that's that's, what, is nepotism the right because word? Look, I thought it was nepotism. That's what Hunter Biden did yeah. with his dad. Mm-hmm. So they had to hold back 10% to give to his the dad because they used his dad's name and mm-hmm. his influence to yep. get Burisma, to get. Uh, that Chinese deal yeah. where they got the uh, finance company, yeah. Russia, whatever else they did over oh, there. Okay. Yeah. They, like they used Joe Biden's name, yep. his position to leverage business deals. That's yep. illegal. Yeah. And he was also in office at the time. Yeah. VP as well. Yep. Come to think of it. So, yep. Buttigieg, you, listen oh, to this, folks. God, this, is gonna, this is gonna this is gonna make you laugh. Buttigieg says Biden had so many accomplishments. It's hard to talk about all of them. There's so many. That is the gayest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> no wonder it's coming from Buttigieg. What a douchebag. Literally says there's so many accomplishments, it's hard to talk out. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. People at the gas pumps are going like, what? <laughs> Biden tweeted out. He talked about, like, we got a great economy. And I'm leaving no man behind. And I, I was like, you know what? Game the fuck on. So I screen captured when he left over 900 Americans behind in Afghanistan. Oh like, you say, run God. that by me again one more time. What was that? That should be the first thing that comes to people's mind. Oh, when yeah. He, if oh that, yeah. 
those words leave his mouth. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I got two words. We never leave a man behind anywhere. <laughs> we take everybody with us. I was thinking more so like, I got two words. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck this guy is saying. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Well, remember when Biden went to Saudi to meet with the crown prince about drilling more, and then the crown prince comes out and says, he basically said, don't do it until after the midterms, and they're not even going to do it now. Well, apparently Biden got his pee-pee hurt because he's saying now that um, Sullivan says Biden will not meet with Saudi crown prince at G20 summit because they told him to fuck off, yeah. and they even they outed him. The Saudis outed Biden. They said, this guy came in there and told us, increase your production, but don't do it until after the midterms. You fucking kidding me? No. This guy is insane. He's you terrible. Got, bro, you got outed by the Saudi. Even the Saudis hate you. And then they come out and say, Biden's not even going to meet with him. Yeah, because he told him to fuck off. He's like, you're a shyster, dude. You're crazy. Totally insane. Like, of course I don't want to fuck it. Like, oh, my God. So weak. It's, it's so weak. Yeah. Well, last but most certainly not least, First Lady Jill Biden gets booed at Eagles game. First Lady Jill Biden was an honorary captain for the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Why would why would you do that? Why would you ask a president with like a 37, 36% approval rating if his wife will come be a cow? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know how much they demonized Trump? And even Trump's numbers weren't this low. Oh, no. Are it's you kidding me? But you got to love it, though. You've got to love this. Uh, First Lady Jill Biden was honorary captain for the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday as the team looked to stay undefeated against NFC East rivals Dallas Cowboys in week six. Like several Eagles players and Santa Claus before her, fans of the only unbeaten team left in the NFL reportedly booed Biden when she stepped on the Lincoln financial field. Several people in the attendance for the Eagles games tweeted about the apparent loud boos she received. Um, Clay Harbor said, a bunch of blue checks, said, Philly just booed Jill Biden bad. Hashtag fly Eagles fly. Flotus Dr. Jill Biden gets booed. Being an Eagles fan didn't save her. Flotus Jill Biden at midfield for coin flip. She gets booed. Eagles win toss. Defer. Dallas starts with ball. Stadium full of Eagles fans booed Jill Biden tonight. They must all be from the five surrounding counties. <laughs> Biden led fans in a retention of Fly Eagles Fly was on hand for the coin toss, and it was seen taking to Philadelphia 76er star Joel Embed. Um, I got to say, though, that Eagles Fly, Eagles Fly, it's got to be the dumbest that's today. so fucking it's so stupid. Like fly Eagles make a little flappy hands, like the Napoleon Dynamite with the little flappy yeah. hands. Like, Fly Eagles Fly. Okay. That's so dumb. All right. Did you guys go to see bros after this? <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking truth. It's the truth. Uh, Philly, that's, that's blue, right? Yeah, Philly's blue. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. Maybe that's a big damn city. Yep. Probably love my dick, but yeah. Even Philly's like, ah, get her the fuck out of here. Boom. Yeah, Philadelphia is a really cool city, though. I've been. I yeah. did. Yeah, I did like it. Yeah, it's but it's just funny that a blue city of that magnitude. Oh yeah, just is booing Jill Biden. It's like, bro, that's bad. Yep. That's bad. That's just <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag Eagles, not chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Jeez, we're pushing an hour 36. Time flies when you're having fun. We appreciate your love and support. Hey, if you want to do us a favor, share the Rumble channel, tell your friends about the podcast, or leave us a great review on our podcast on iTunes. That helps us. Again, we're doing this on our own. We'd have nobody else out there helping us. We're not a part of any GOP organization. We do this by ourselves. We don't get retweets, but big influencers. We don't pay Fox. We don't do shit. 
Everything <laughs> is truly grassroots because of you, the listeners, that shares to your friends and families. Do the same thing for us. If you enjoy the show, you enjoy the podcast, share with your friends and family. Tag us on social media. We love, we appreciate every single one of you. Also, make sure you check out shellshockcbd.com for our amazing Ultra Halo gummies that just dropped last week. You're not going to regret it. And did I mention it comes with a money-back guarantee? You don't like it? It doesn't do what works for you? Go to the bottom of the website, see the refund policy, and we will make sure you get your money back. You have our personal guarantee on that. Well, we'll see you bright and somewhat early tomorrow afternoon. The crack of noon. The crack of fucking noon right here on the All-American Savage Show podcast. You got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, you stay fucking savage, America.